Do you constantly battle feeling like you're not enough? Maybe it feels like this heavy weight is tied around your neck. You're stuck comparing yourself to others, alternating between jealousy and resentment. Did you know that changing your thought life, renewing your mind as we're called to do in Romans, can free you from living like this and set you on a path of joy-filled living? Don't know where to start? That's where I come in. Book a one-on-one mindset renewal session with me. Just send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get more info. In these sessions, we break down beliefs that are holding you back and set you on a course of living a less overwhelmed, more joyful, and purposeful life. You'll leave with the tools you need to rewrite the script in your head and take control over your life. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com and I will send you all the information. I can't wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's bonus episode. I am so sorry it's late. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have been suffering with such extreme insomnia as a result of a medication change that I don't know if I'm coming or I'm going. So I've been a little bit delayed in some of my tasks, but here I am and I'm happy to be here with you. And today we're answering a listener question. So for those of you who are not aware, I have a Facebook group for the podcast called well, Affirming Truths. And in this group, you can ask questions, um, you know, let me know what you want as a podcast topic. And I will either record it here for the podcast or I'll go live in the group. For example, today I went live in the group and answered a group member's questions about how to cope when your daughter comes out as lesbian. So we, I went live there. We're having that conversation over in the Facebook group. So if you want to be more involved, if you want to ask questions, if you want to have conversation, then definitely join us over there at Affirming Truth Group on Facebook. The link is always in the show notes. So there's always an opportunity to join. And I look forward to seeing you there. But today's listener question is, how do you move forward once you've had a mental health diagnosis? And first and foremost, I want to say to you, kudos for looking for the solution on how to move forward. That is amazing. That in and of itself is a first step because you are recognizing that this is your life now. You're trying to make sense of it and trying to figure out where to go next. I think oftentimes when we are faced with mental health diagnoses, when we're faced with the truth that there's mental illness, 
that we want to bury it. We want to ignore it. There's a lot of shame still associated with mental illness. In fact, I was talking to my therapist the other day and realized I have a layer of shame that I still need to work through with my mental illness and the limitations it puts on my life. So I am so proud of you, listener, group member, for wanting to know how to move forward. The first thing is acceptance. It's acceptance. It's accepting that this is your new reality. And how do you get to acceptance? Well, I think one of the ways that you get to acceptance is you allow yourself to grieve. You have to grieve what you thought your life was going to look like. You have to grieve that, you know, you have a trial ahead of you that isn't going to go anywhere soon. You have to grieve if your mental illness like mine does puts limitations on your life. You have to grieve if you're going to be like I am on medication, probably for life and dealing with side effects. Like you have to grieve and it's okay to grieve. It's okay. It's healthy. It's human. It's natural, right? You know, the world is broken and sin is here and sickness is here. It's okay to grieve that we live in a broken world and that brokenness and that sin is impacting our life through illness. We can grieve it. And the other thing to do with acceptance is learn about it. Become an expert at your illness, not um, anxiety-ridden, I don't mean that, but knowledge is power in this area. The more I learned about my mental illness, the more I knew how to protect triggers, the more I understood where I need support, the more I understood why my brain worked the way that it did. And it was really interesting and it really brought to life that this is not a Carla issue. It's not a personal defect, right? Just like if you were diagnosed with diabetes, you would want to learn about it and understand what that meant and understand how you could support yourself through it. If you were diagnosed with a type of cancer, you'd research that type of cancer and get to know the enemy that you're facing, I recommend you do that as well. When I got my diagnosis of bipolar, I researched, okay, what does this mean? What does it look like? What? How does it manifest? Um, and I really dug deep because it manifests in ways sometimes that we don't think about because it's not the most talked about symptom. And so become an expert and encourage your loved ones to learn about it too. So um, I am so fortunate and blessed that I have a supportive husband and he, I got him books. I got books about how to live with someone with bipolar um, and he read them and it helped him understand what I was going through. It helped him recognize when sickness was speaking rather than Carla and it's just been such a blessing for us to partner together in this illness. The other thing I want you to do in acceptance is be willing to take medication. (gasps) I know so many Christians don't want to take mental illness medication, but my life has been transformed. Does it suck that I have to take three different pills a day at different times of the day? Sure. But what sucked more? 
me terrorizing my son, me being cooped up in bed for three weeks with depression, me draining our bank account and taking a trip to Paris by myself because I was manic. Like, what is worse? What is worse? For me, having the ability to function fully in my anointing as a mom and as a wife is well worth the side effects and the, the, I don't know, inconvenience of taking this medication. So I want you to be open to that. And, and I want you to understand what that means too. It means trial and error. Accept the fact that you're going to have to go through some trial and error with therapy, with medications. You know, unfortunately, there's no blood test that tells you this is exactly what you need. I'm still playing around with medication right now. Um, and that's just part of the struggle of living with mental illness. But what I want you to remember as you face this is that you don't face it alone. You have a heavenly father that has promised to never leave you or forsake you. I want you to remember that. I also want you to remember that in the midst of your diagnosis, God is sovereign. For whatever reason, God has allowed, not done this to you, but God has allowed this to befall you. He is sovereign. Do we trust God? This is the question that I always have to ask myself and I encourage my clients to come back to. Do you trust God? Do you trust God's love for you? Do you trust God's provision for you? Do you trust God's presence with you? Do you trust that he's going to work all things out for your good, the building of his church, his glory, and all of that? Do you trust? And I hope, friend, that the answer is yes, even if it's yes with a trembling voice, even if it's yes with a little bit of doubt, that's natural. I want you to trust God. I want you to trust God. And I want you to believe that he can build something beautiful out of this. Can I tell you, if it wasn't for my mental illness, I wouldn't be able to be supporting women the way that I do. Right? The way that I do, the way that I show up, the perspective that I have, what I'm able to give women, how I've gone a couple of steps before is only because my illness. And guess what? My illness on social media here on the podcast is pointing people to Jesus. You have an opportunity through the thorn in your side to point people to Jesus. You may not have picked having mental illness. You may not have chosen having mental illness, but you get to decide what you do with it. You get to decide how you're going to take radical responsibility of it and give God all the glory in the midst of it. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy, but it's possible. And it's actually simple. Acceptance, knowledge, trusting Jesus, and remembering this, your life is not over. It may look different and you have to grieve that, but there is so many opportunities to thrive with this. And here's the blessing. Isn't it better to know what you're sick with so you can work on feeling better? Like if you had a cancer growing in you, 
wouldn't you rather know that you had the cancer so you could do the treatments, do the therapies, do the surgeries? It's the same with mental illness. Instead of seeing your diagnosis as something bad that's happened to you, I want you to change your perspective and look at it as a blessing that is happening for you. You now have an answer to why you've struggled. You now have an answer to why you are in depression or in anxiety, or I don't know what mental illness you have, but you now have an answer why life has been so hard. You now have an answer why you've been feeling the way you're feeling. You can now release guilt and shame that there's something wrong with you as a person. You have an answer. Answers are blessings. And now you get to take that answer and do something about it. Get into therapy, take medication, and still the four pillars of thriving in your life that I use, which is rooted in my faith. And then my four pillars are movement, nutrition, sleep, and renewing my mind. You get to now focus on those pillars, knowing that they are going to help stabilize you. Friend, how you deal with discovering that you have mental illness is with hope. How you deal with discovering that you have mental illness is with trust. It's about exchanging your burden for God's, laying it at his feet, saying, Lord, I don't know why you're letting this happen, but Lord, I pray that you make something beautiful of it. Lord, I trust you to bring beauty from ashes. Lord God, I trust you from dry bones to bring life. Lord God, I trust you to anoint me with the joy, Lord God, of salvation. Lord God, I trust you that you have a plan and purpose at work. And I humbly surrender and submit to your plan and purpose. Lord, strengthen me for the days ahead that are going to be hard. Lord, give me wisdom and discernment as I talk to psychiatrists and doctors and therapists. Lord, bring the right helps in my pathway. Lord God, help this to be something that binds my family together instead of tears us apart, Lord God. Thank you that you never leave me or forsake me. Thank you that your promises are yes and amen. Thank you that my mental illness cannot disqualify me or rob me for the plan and purpose you have on my life. You said that you have a hope and a future for me. Thank you, Lord God, that that is still true in the midst of this. Open my eyes to see the blessing. Open my eyes to see where I can give you glory in this. Open my eyes, Lord God. And then start praising God. Start praising God. And I know that can be a hard posture to get to when you're grieving, right? You got to do the grieving first. You got to grieve. But then change your grief into praise. Because God is going to do something incredible in your life. Because God loves you. Because God is all-powerful and all-knowing. God will not let anything happen to you that he is not going to use for good and glory. Start praising God. He went to the cross for you. Start praising God that this is a temporary thing and that there is a coming glorification where sickness and death and sadness will be no more. Praise God for that. Friend, I know it's a hard thing to accept. I went through a really hard time of acceptance and grieving and 
finally getting on board with a treatment plan. Don't delay. Don't delay because you're too stubborn to admit that you have illness. Don't delay because you're too proud to take mental health medication. Don't delay because you have uninformed people in the church telling you just to pray more or read Bible more. Don't delay. Move forward. God will be with you. Your life is not over. And friend, I'm here. Reach out to me. You ask this question, you can follow up more with me. You can lean on me. I do one-on-one mentorship for women struggling in this area. You are not alone. Chin up, eyes up, eyes focused on God. Your story, my friend, is not over. And your story is going to be good because God writes good stories. I'll talk to you guys later. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.